God is the greatest, the highest, the most perfect of all things. If there is something greater or higher than God, that is not God. There is nothing we can say or do that is less than God that can compete or defeat God. So a lot of um, people or detractors, atheists in other words, will come up with questions such as, can God create something so heavy he cannot lift it? Can God think an illogical thought? Can God break his own rules? Can God act against his character? These kinds of questions also come into play when we say, if God can remove evil, why doesn't he? Is he evil? Or is he not able to create, not able to defeat evil? Meaning, if God is God that fulfills his own characteristics, why doesn't he defeat evil? And if he cannot, then he does not fulfill his own qualifications. Um, these are perplexing problems and they can be answered in several ways. But I think what a lot of people asking these questions don't realize is that we're not asking questions about God so much as asking questions about our own limitations. Paradoxes are nothing more than God saying, beyond this, you go no further. You don't get to understand who I am. Paradoxes and these contradictory kinds of um, questions are simply illustrations of the limitations of our own minds. They're not they don't have anything to do with God per se. What they have to do is with our own way of thinking. When it comes to questions such as can God defy logic? This isn't a question about God's abilities. God's not constrained by logic because logic isn't um, greater than God. Evil isn't greater than God. His own characteristics, so far as we comprehend them, do not limit God. God's not limited by anything except God, and God is limitless. There is nothing greater or higher than God. God is the most perfect, greatest, highest thing. If, if, if you can think of something that will hinder God or constrain him or limit him in some ways, you're not thinking about God, you're thinking about humanity's own mode of reasoning. This is the error that um, philosophers keep making when they think when they're thinking about God and and what constraints you might be under you're not you're, you've once you start thinking about 
what could God do or can't do? You're thinking about us. You're thinking about our reasoning. You're putting on your human hat and, and working with that, with that range of limitations. When we say when, or ask, why doesn't God eliminate evil? This isn't a question about God. It's a question about us. It's not, it's not a matter of why doesn't God end evil. You can't ask such questions. There isn't, God doesn't have reasons. God doesn't look to be validated by us. He's not constrained by issues of right or wrong. These are our issues. We have to explain why we're not ending evil. We have to explain why there are hungry children in the world. God does not need to do this. There isn't any ending hunger in the world for God. This isn't a debate point for him. He didn't even have to create us needing food. He could have created us any way he wanted. When people say, can God end evil and why does he not end evil? Evil isn't a limitation on God. It's not a God category of things. God is his own validation. If there's evil, if we see evil and understand evil, the question only is, why don't we end evil? When we say, can God defy logic? Logic isn't what God operates by. We operate by logic. The question is, can we break logic? And we can't. Because that's why it's logic. Logic is what we cannot break. Truth is what we cannot defy without creating a lie. This is how we think. This is the reality God has put us into. And when we try and put God into this reality that he's created for us, then we come across with these bizarre so-called paradoxes. It's the same when atheists try and demand a proof of God that assumes God to be proved must be within the physical realm. There isn't any physical realm, especially so far as God is concerned. This physical realm is what we are in. It's not real. It's just our fabrication. And so if we can pound a desk and say, wow, look, this desk is real because look, I can pound on it. If I can look at a camera and talk into it, that doesn't make the image real, except as an image. We're looking at the image of me 
But this image of me is still an image. It's not me. And to try and say that God must be in this reality, which is formed of images, is about as sensible as saying, unless I can prove that I am the image on your computer, this is not me. I'm not constrained by the imagery in the computer. I'm not constrained by what the camera can see. I'm outside of the camera. And God is outside of all of this. It doesn't pertain to him. You can't take the rules of this reality and say, God must act within these rules. You can't say God can't create a virgin birth when he created the birth. When the, the birth is, an, is a, an image, it's an illusion, it's a fabrication. Um, the best way to understand it is to say that I cannot exist because I can't be in my story. And to say that a character in the story cannot shoot a nickel off the head of a pin is, is meaningless because it's my story. I can make the characters do anything I want. I can have the characters split into two different forms and go two different ways. I mean... I'm the author of the story. The characters are my characters. You can't say I cannot do this in my story because it's my story. And we are God's story. God can do whatever he wants within this story. If he wants to create a virgin birth, if he wants to die on a cross, if he wants to raise again, or if he wants to end this whole system of things, it's, it's, he's the author. It's his. I mean, the story is his. The plot is his. The story is his. You can't be in the story and tell the author, no, I don't like the plot. This plot isn't sensible. Why don't you do it this way? You're not, you're not responding to my view of how the storyline should go. You, the actor in the play can't go to the writer of the play and tell the writer how the story is going to play out. He can, but unless he's got some authority over the author, his words are just words on a page, which brings us to one more point. God is the author of what he creates. The whole creation is his. He owns us. He owns the planets, the suns, the global clusters. And if there was such a thing as an orc cloud, that would be his orc cloud, as the dark matter would be his. Everything that exists is his, because if it was not his, he would not have created it. Extending from this is the fact that what we create belongs to us. We author our creation.
creations, and so we are the owner of these creations. Nobody has a claim on anything we create any more than we have a claim on what God creates. So this system of socialism in which people make claims on what was authored or created by others is blasphemous. Socialism is an abomination and it is up to the church to end this abomination. We must put ownership back in the hands of the creator, both human and divine.